Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. Everyone's asleep and I'm probably supposed to be in bed as well, but I've decided that I'm going to take this time to do my review of Hard Sell by Hudson Lynn. Hard Sell is an Asian American queer romance that stars Danny Ip and Tobin Locke as the two main characters in this book. <laughs> yes, so the series is actually surrounding the jade harbor company give me a second i'm going back to his uh his page to remember what it is because this is all off the dome um so yeah jade harbor capital series this um is hard sell that follows danny who works for jade harbor and Tobin, who is his best friend's ways, little brother, who he had a one-night stand with, (laughs) hadn't seen again, and now they've reconnected as they both work on the same project, basically on opposing sides. The entire story is very adorable, very cute. It heals a lot of culture in there um, that Hudson Lynn definitely has put in from his own experiences, I feel, um, a bit. Um... Even though I don't know Hudson, I would probably have to read more of those, his stories or their stories to see how they um, <laughs> write them. Because <laughs> this is the first one I've read. I'm definitely reading Going Public next um, because it's also in the Jade Harper Capital series. Um, but yes, let's talk about the story. Uh, so Danny is conflicted about pursuing a relationship with Tilvin, even though everything feels right. They just work together they feel comfortable they melt in each other's arms but Tobin's family has been like family to him Tobin's parents basically paid um for Danny to go to college and even though Danny has paid them back tenfold as he has become a millionaire he (laughs) still really feels like he owes them a lot and he feels like dating their son, especially their baby, the youngest son, is really a disservice to the family as if he's taking more than he deserves from them, in a sense. Which is sad for Tobin because he's just treated like no, nobody cares. Everybody's like, Tobin is a child and Tobin is, Tobin is a grown man. <laughs> like always having to prove to his family he's a grown man. Um, with Danny, one of the reasons he's holding on so tight to Tobin and Wei and their family, well, mostly their parents, is because he has lost his mother. Um, and throughout his whole life being raised by a single mother, Wei, he spent most of his time with Wei and his family, went on trips, family trips with them, like is on pictures on their wall, basically grew up with Wei and Tobin. So he feels like he's taking advantage of the family by having a relationship with the youngest son who obviously has so much love, so much protection. Um, and one of the persons he fears the most with knowing about it is Wei because 
you know, that's Wei's baby brother. Like, how would Wei view the whole thing? So, uh, they meet as they're working with Westec. <laughs> um, Westec is basically going under. They're bleeding money. And uh, Jade Harbor wants to just buy the company outright, flip it on its head, and then sell it so they can make a profit. While uh, Tobin's company, Paradigm, has been called in as a consultant to basically fix the company, find what the issues are, and fix the entire thing and get the company back out there. Um, so yeah, they're on opposing sides of this whole thing um, with what they're doing to get their payday. Um, Danny's under a lot of pressure because he hasn't um, been working to the potential that he was working at before um, with the company, with um, Jade Harper. Harbor, so he uh, has a lot on the line, mainly his career. While um, for Tobin, this is his first account that he's handling, that he's in charge of. So he needs to prove to his company that you know they can trust him with more, and also like he wants to grow in the company he wants to get the promotions he wants the big the big chair and the big seats and the big bucks um so he's working towards that as well uh with tobin and danny it's mentioned throughout that danny like everybody treats tobin like a kid everybody um has this whole we must protect tobin and um when his parents are calling him they're like have you eaten um, how was your English? Because he he um, it's mentioned that he had to do English as a second language classes as a child. How was your English? Is this troubling you? Did you ask your boss about this? Like all this, like so so much pressure on him. And Danny has been the only person who has always just treated him as an equal. So their relationship also has that where it's it's always been. Even though he's always been Wei's little brother, Danny's never treated him like Wei's little brother, and now here they are as an adult, as as an adult, as adults, attracted to each other. Um, I actually really enjoyed everything about the story. I don't think I can think of anything I would have changed, really, in the story. Um, I think that, especially portraying. Um, them coming out in a sense, um, <laughs> where <laughs> Danny had to finally tell Way the truth about why, why, <laughs> why Tobin is calling him <laughs> and all that stuff. I thought that whole thing was just really, a, I thought it was a good way to kind of bring the relationship out into the open. Um, way I felt like though wasn't necessarily being a protective older brother he was just being um the kind of person who has to take control of everything which they kind of mentioned the fact that he just he wants to be in control of everything so he is compartment he, he actually does admit to it too he is compartmentalized that this is my best friend this is my brother so the idea of best friend and brother them hanging out without him and them in this relationship is like well, no you're my best friend and you're my little brother you guys don't mix with each other like that and him having to 
um, realize that Tobin is an adult and Tobin can make his own decisions. Um, there, of course, is a lot of mention of the fact that Tobin has to constantly remind everyone that he's an adult. He lives on his own. He um, has a job. He has does this. He does that. Um, and he's constantly having to say it. And it, of course, gets thrown back in his face when someone um, says, oh, let me guess, you're an adult. <laughs> and you're always trying to prove you're an adult, but here you are acting like a child. You know, those kind of things getting thrown back at him um but he he constantly has to prove it because no one is giving him the chance to show that he's an adult in a sense um everyone kind of has um like it's think of it this way um there's a kid in your life could be a cousin it could be a friend's child anybody but in your head they're one age like for example i there's one kid in my head she is eight years old she will always be eight years old she's a grown adult woman with a job but in my head she is eight years old because when I met her she was this sweet innocent eight-year-old and she'll always be that child to me and that's what Tobin is experiencing from his family in their head he's still the baby they still have to protect him even though he paid his own way through college and he has to but I paid I didn't use my parents' money. His parents are really wealthy. I didn't use my parents' money. I paid my way through college. Um, he has to like show that I I I have a job and I get paid and I can pay for my own meal. <laughs> like things like that constantly because for his entire life his he, he he's been taken care of. And probably in a sense for him controlled and him being able to do it, everything on his own means there is no one controlling him. This is all on him. And um, he is just so happy to break away, even though he loves his family, just so happy to break away so he can be an adult and live as an adult. And it it makes sense because you get the sense of, especially when he goes back to his family for Thanksgiving that if he lived at home he would still be expected to live in his parents home in his old bedroom his mom would probably be making breakfast for him every morning his dad would be saying he'll drop him off at work (laughs) and saying hey let me ask your boss for time off for you stuff like that like you get that kind of like um uh feeling from the story and the the way the parents are written especially when you really get to see a lot of the parents um that they they definitely love their child and they would do anything for their kids um i love the parents they're awesome every time though the uh, every time though they said i uh all i could think about was um uncle roger and i was just like i'm i'm not supposed to be laughing at this scene but i'm laughing because now i'm thinking of uncle roger with the aya (laughs) anyway um the worst character in the sea in the scene in the story is of course cyrus west he is the worst character but to me his ex-wife oh gosh what's her name marlene let me go I, I can't remember her name one second screw it I can't remember her name and I don't have it written down but Mrs. West um I would argue that she's also kind of a villain of the story yes she um 
is the head honcho in the end and she's better than Cyrus West in a lot of it like everyone likes her more and it's obvious why um but like she's still horrible (laughs) Like she didn't stop being horrible. And that's that's kind of one of the things that it kind of talks about where when you work in um, the financial world, can you be a good person? When you work in capitalism, can you be a good person? That's one of the um, the questions kind of asked by Tobin um, when he is confronted by Monica's girlfriend who is angry at him for um, dating an equity trader. Because he is a traitor. He works in capitalism. He must be a horrible person. And it's like, yeah, that's his business. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would argue that she's also a bad guy. Um, it's just like you got to choose which. It's one of those situations where it's one bad guy is nicer than the other bad guy. And that's kind of it. That, that, that's what it came down to. Um, so, yeah, Mrs. West or the soon-to-be former Mrs. West is just awesome. And I think I would... I guess that's a spoiler. I'm sorry. That's a spoiler. I won't say why she's horrible. I hope um, anyone else who decides to read it can see why I think she is just as bad but not worse than Cyrus. Like, she's just as bad for covering it up, basically. And only doing what she did when it, it was going to benefit her in the long run. Uh, when you get to there, just just read it. Yeah, if you read it. So yes, I'm, if you're wondering, yes, I suggest reading this uh, 100%. Um, after reading this, I really love the writing style that was chosen. Um, I kind of wish it was more clarified. Like... No, that's the wrong word. So, with the story, we get both their perspectives. Like, it will go back and forth from um, Danny to Tobin. It wasn't in the first person. It was all in the third person. Um, Well, no, it's not even in the third person. It's all narrated. Um, An invisible narrator. Um, But, of course, we'll hear what they're thinking, what they're going through. And, um, you know them trying to figure out what everyone else is thinking about them and um all that um we we get to see a bit of everyone's feelings here and there but the main focus of course are danny and tobin and um their thoughts and everything they're going through and what they want um and i kind of wish it was more it because especially when they're together it's Danny thought this Tobin looked at him and wondered what he thought you know that kind of thing Tobin could see the gears turning as Danny thought that you know things like that and I wish it was kind of more separated and maybe this maybe I'd have to reread it to see maybe if I'm off a bit but I kind of wish it was more separated where this chapter only focused on Tobin and Tobin's thoughts and like, even if it's from a narrator's perspective. And then the next chapter will only focus on Danny and Danny's thoughts and what Danny's going through. Yes, they had a lot of separate um, separation um, where we could really focus on each person. But I wish it was more, especially 
in those scenes where they're together where we know it's we're seeing everything from Tobin's perspective and then the next chapter we're seeing everything from Danny's perspective um, if that makes sense because even then can kind of recap what happened and what they thought about what happened um, what is something that I wish was not included I know but I can't say it because it's a huge spoiler there's only one thing I wish wasn't included I wish it hadn't been what it was because if it hadn't been what it was it wouldn't make me go Ugh. but I it also works to the plot line to make you hate the character Cyrus West even more so you read the book you know what I'm talking about um, it works to, into you hating him even more and realizing how much of a scumbag he is. But uh, Tobin brings up a really great point about like why, if like why wasn't this taken to where it should have been taken earlier? Because now the people involved have probably moved on, and it's it's really was like yeah I agree. Why, why do you have this and why do they not have this? Please, I'm, I'm trying not to put too many spoilers in this one because um, there isn't that much spoilers in this. Like, this is a very straightforward uh, romance. Um, there is, of course, a bunch of sh- sex in it because it is a romance. This is a straight up romance novel. Um... And so I'm trying to leave out as much as possible because a lot of the twists and turns, um, some of them are very predictable. Some of them, like, you know how it's going to end. And of course, I wasn't too surprised by the ending. I was kind of like, oh, of course, that makes sense, I guess. (laughs) Because, of course, we're going to fast forward to the future and we're going to see. I, I... actually imagined something else i thought because of certain talks i thought it was gonna jump to something else but it actually stayed in the realm of what i expected for the ending so yes it's predictable but most romance stories are predictable and i like that it's predictable in that it just having the same one two beats as any romance story that's out there and because even though it has those things especially mainly the cyrus west that i was like uh um, it didn't stray so far that I was just completely out of it and like, I don't want to hear this story. Cause even like the scene that surprised me, um, I knew something was going to happen. Um, not, not going to try not to give too much away either. But when Danny was driving away from the ex employee of Westex house, I knew what was going to happen, but what happened was what, not what I expected to happen. <laughs> Basically, I expected Danny to be taking an ambulance ride, (laughs) but I didn't expect him to not be in a gurney while taking an ambulance ride. That that's as much as I will say about that. Um, So that also went exactly kind of in a sense like everything goes at the pace that I expect from a romance story. But the way it's done is not what I predict will happen in the story. That's a great way to say it. Um, favorite character overall in the entire book? 
other than the parents? Um. Oh, probably Roy. Yeah, probably Roy. Um, because to me, Tobin, yes, he is an adult and he's working. He's definitely going to go places in his company and all that stuff. And he's shown that he's a hard worker, but he does have some naive naiveness to him a bit. And Danny is just too proud. And, and of course, he has to get rid of some of that pride and really... Um, no, because he's still a millionaire. <laughs> but he does have to, like, um, release some of that ego a bit. But he's he's still a millionaire. He still has it. Like, let's not. Um, do Danny and Tobin work together? To me, definitely, yes. Um, the only thing I wasn't sure, I might have to go back to the book and read again. I'm not sure what the age gap is and I'm trying to remember if they mentioned the age gap I know they mentioned that the first time they got together Tobin was 19 so there Ooh, one thing that I loved um, because I was worried about it being an Asian American story it takes place in Canada by the way um, Canadians are in North America so it's American um, but one thing I was worried about it being an Asian American story a lot of times when you watch uh, watch 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 Asian um, stories that talk about same-sex relationships outside of Thailand mostly <laughs> um, when family members of course know that someone is gay um, it's very negative everything about it is very negative um, in this, we see Tobin being a beautiful, beautiful young man who gets, it puts on his eyeliner, gets his makeup on. He, he put on his mascara and he's like, all right, I'm looking good. Let me do my hair nice, put on my outfit and I'm out. And his family is fully accepting of that. And I love that. It's just showing a fully accepting family. Um, a lot of times when you read, uh, a lot of Asian American um, stories that talk about same-sex relationships or have a character who is gay in it. It kind of depends, but a lot of them go more trauma than um, loving and caring and acceptance. Um, this is definitely loving, caring, and acceptance all the way through and through, and I love it. Um, <laughs> because every negative reaction that they get has nothing to do with the fact that they're gay it just has the it just has to do with the fact that um they are basically so close to way that's really it the most negative reaction you get is is the fact that you know this might destroy the relationship that they have as a family unit in a sense um because, yo, when Tobin said he is getting into Danny's car, I was just like, and his parents aren't going to ask any questions about this? <laughs> you don't think mom and dad are going to want to know why you got into Danny's car? But you got exactly what you wanted afterwards. Um, <laughs> um and... Yeah, the story in itself as far as the characters and like this is just a, this is just a really easy story to read. It's a really happy story to read. The most homophobia that you see is from 
a character we're supposed to hate anyway, so it really doesn't matter. He, it just shows that he's a scum, because he is scum. Um, the the I was gonna say the diversity in the story is really nice, but here's the thing: for me, anytime the main character is not in the majority, they are in the minority. don't care what the diversity looks like <laughs> because I'm sorry I'm, I'm gonna have to say this and a lot of people might not like it but it's true uh, there are so many stories out there about a cis gay white mask men that as long as it's not about them again I'm happy because I, I want some new stories. I want something different, especially when we're talking about um, uh, American or um, British stories. Like, I love a lot. I love um, Heartstopper that just came out. But my favorite character, um, if you listened to the Heartstopper review last week, I'm pretty sure I said it in there. My favorite character is Elle. Like, she, the second... Every, Everything about her, I love. Now, it, I didn't—I don't think I mentioned it in that one, but it did not um, like go past me that the. Well, no, because in the book she's actually Egyptian, so it, it doesn't count. Forget, forget what I was about to say. There's like a whole thing where um, in a lot of shows they put the black character and the Asian character together just because they're black and Asian, and that's kind of it current culprit on tv i haven't seen if they're still together but from the last time i watched it nancy drew <laughs> like it doesn't matter if they have things in common or not black asian they'll fall in love end of story um but this one doesn't count because in the in the comic she's actually egyptian so yeah <laughs> heart stopper you know i love it and my favorite character was l i wanted to see what was going on with her I also love seeing more of Tara because you don't see much of Tara in the comic. Same with Ellie. They're not really in the Heartstopper comic because the focus on that is Charlie and Nick. And there's more going on with Charlie and Nick than um, them just their relationship, but actual things that pertain to things like mental health and family and stuff like that. That's really interesting. A lot of the stories out... Um, that are talking about uh, gay men or relationships um, or stuff that the, the but the point is the main character is a white gay man um, he is mac mask and sis and his life is horrible until it's not because it turns out it was all in his head the whole time and I would have rather hear from a character who is actually going through some shit because it's not him <laughs> and that's why I love this book because it's about two Asian men um two Asian American men falling in love um it talks about family it talks about like this idea of um needing to present this thing to, to present this character um of yourself basically and this need to excel it talks about with tobin his need to show independence it talks about danny and his need to feel like he he needs to always show gratitude 
for everything that the um, Locke family has done for him. And I love the inclusion of all that. I think this book is amazing. So you need to read it. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't care if you get the audiobook and listen to it in your car like I did. Or if you buy the book and read the full book like I did. Um, <laughs> whatever you need to do to read this book, read this book. It is amazing. It's a great story. And I am actually going to be getting the next book. So um, I think the next book in the series actually is not hard sell, but closing the deal. So the next one I'm looking at is closing the deal. And then the next one is going public. And these are all in the Jade Harper series. Um, I found them on Hudson Lynn's uh, website. I will put the link to that in the description box. So make sure you click on that and check it out. You can shop from the site as well. Now, uh, yeah, that is it. That is my review. So something happened. Basically, I decided to go back and look again at um, something because I was like, I thought going public was the second book or is it um, the other book that I can't remember anymore? Anyway, so first of all, you can get a signed paperback of Hard Sell for $9.99 on Hudson Lynn's uh, website. Just wanted to let that be known. And also, remember I said my favorite character from Hard Sell is Ray? Well, I decided to go read the description of Going Public, and it follows Ray, um, Raymond Charles. So um, I'll actually be reading Going Public next. That's the one I'm going for next. Because, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I love Ray. Ray is the friend you want on your side because he will destroy somebody for you. You just ask him and he'll destroy them. He'll destroy them. Destroy them, Ray. Have a good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night, whatever it is, wherever you are.